That's it. I'm out, I'm, out of, I'm out of faith, boys. I can't. I can't with y'all. I got a couple nerds talking about their... So their, the gigahertz processor is actually several times faster than the previous generation. I was going to say, Nick, Nick, we got to talk about something else because Mike's going to lose his mind. Mike, are you telling me that digging into the intricacies of special features related to the operating systems of various Apple products doesn't just get you going? It's like when we talk about history on this podcast. You guys, oh, yeah, it kills me. It kills me. <laughs> no more. No more. Faith Mike, no more. Are you, saying you have, are you saying you have no more faith in us? None. Yeah, I've lost. It's completely gone. It's completely you know who gone. Else, you know who else had no more faith in the Catholic Church? Martin Luther, who we'll be discussing on this week's episode no! of the Sock Tusser. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, do you want to say who we're actually going to be discussing? Yes. So, on today's episode of the Sontopsy Report, we will be discussing Faith No More, which you may know from their hit, Epic. Oh, I got the 90s all over me. Oh, Uh, can't get it off. Also, by the way, my my name's Steve Trollinger. I'm Nick Brigadier. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm skipping all over the place. And I am Mr. Mike Russell. Who's the host, if you haven't figured it out. (laughs) And the podcast is the Song Topsy Report. Yeah, where we discuss uh, bad, bizarre, or noteworthy music to figure out how it died, existed, or, you know, why? Why? Just why? Well, considering we discussed bad music, we just played Epic, which I remember pretty fondly as a pretty good song. Oh, you're absolutely right, Nick. It was one of their biggest hits, which is why today we'll be discussing their Angel Dust album that had some of the more bizarre tracks like Crack Hitler. Crack Hitler, you say? I'm very interested to see what this sounds like. We'll get we'll get more. Oh into. my god! <laughs> just uh, just for the listeners uh, who may be not aware, I uh, Steve and I are kind of going into this blind. We we know Faith No More's bigger hits, but Mike has kept the rest uh, kind of hidden from us. And immediately getting to archival footage of Adolf Hitler was not what I was anticipating on this week's episode. <laughs> oh, nor was I expecting to hear what sounded like Scott Stapp being slow roasted in some sort of oven. <laughs> what? But, Mike, considering you brought the subject material to this week's uh, episode, could you give us a little context for Faith No More? Because I feel like this is a fairly popular rock band. Everyone knows their big hits, but I feel like the album itself that we're discussing, I was not aware of that this was a weird, controversial, funky thing. Oh, yeah. This, This whole Angel Dust album is full of just really wacky freaking... I guess they were going avant-garde or some shit, or just like... Because uh, a lot of it's mostly written by uh, by the band themselves, which I, is what I guess most bands try to do. But like they really took the took the forward uh, leap on this over their over their uh, over their label. Uh, so let's just talk about some uh, some fun facts about Faith No More. So they were formed in San Francisco, California, uh, in 1979, originally under the name as Faith No Man. 
uh, before they settled on the name Faith No More in 1982. Uh, what actually happened was Faith No Man consisted of a singer, Mike Morris, known as The Man, and a keyboardist, Wade Worthington, who uh, had internal conflicts. So Worthington with ended his, up... With him? Like stomach issues? <laughs> He just couldn't digest what he was throwing him all the time, I guess. <laughs> but uh, the keyboardist, he ended up uh, quitting, and they replaced him with Roddy Bottom, right? Rowdy and, uh, Roddy Bottom. <laughs> did he yeah. also? Did he also clobber Cindy Lauper with a with a coconut shell? Weirdly enough, yes. Oh my yes. <laughs> There's a whole line of people for that. <laughs> did he call her abroad? Never do that with Cindy Lauper. Dude, don't fuck with her, man. So the Faith No More that is a part of the album and that everyone's familiar with, unless they're like like the Chuck Mosley days, is you got frontman Mike Patton doing the uh, doing the the singing. You got mm. keyboardist Roddy Bottom. You got the drummer Mike Borden, guitarist well the guitarist now John Hudson, and the bassist Billy Gold. Uh, part of the album we'll be discussing was actually uh, Jim Martin was was the guitarist, and he later quit because he felt that the album Angel Dust was gay disco. So, so sorry, what that. was that? Now that's his words, Mike. Make sure you tell that's, the people that's not a thing you said. That's his words. And hey, who says gay disco is the bad thing? I was gonna say, yeah, he's he sounds like a real ally. Uh, gay disco yeah. kind of sounds fantastic. <laughs> so. So back to when they were Faith No Man, and they had Mike Morris before Chuck Mosley and Mike Patton. And, and actually, they've, they've because he was known as the man, right, when they were originally together, they kicked him out. So, Oh, really? That's why they, Faith No Man, that's why they call it that? Well, no, it was, they were called Faith No Man, because he was the man, and they, they didn't. So they got rid of him. So They got so rid they, of him, so Faith a- No More. Because gotcha. the man was no more. So they stuck it to the man, literally. So they they didn't call themselves Faith No Man because they were avid readers of the Odyssey and loved the scene where Odysseus tricks the Cyclops by telling him his name is No Man, so that when he blinds the Cyclops and the Cyclops screams for help, he said, No man blinded me. So you're saying it wasn't that. <laughs> right, right. Steve. Okay, <laughs> all right. Just checking. Oh, my God. Well, um, ironically enough, the Odyssey was an epic you I have no idea what he's saying. That's I'm just replicating the noises his mouth makes. You want it all, but you can't have it. In this case, the Cyclops' eye. But Mike, you were saying. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is great. Um, okay, so after after they get rid of uh of Morris, they went through a lot of different singers. Uh like a variety, they were testing them out. Uh, notably, and a controversial one, Courtney Love, R.I.P. Mr. Co- Co- uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, but eventually, when they they came out with, uh, they had Chuck Mosley as their man, and they came out with the We Care A Lot album, which was a satirization of Sontopsy alumni Live Aid. Ah, yes. Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> yes, exactly. So they had a song called, well, they had the album, we Care A Lot album, and a song, We Care A Lot, which went a little something like this.
also, well, yeah, they really these... transformed with the times, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they're like, well, we're banned in the eighties. Let's look at it. Let's look the part, gentlemen. <laughs> oh no, it's the nineties. Let's change our looks to the nineties. What yeah, do they look like now? Are they like wearing single piece silver jumpsuits? <laughs> uh, actually, the, a recent photo I saw of them now was they were all dressed in suits and they had a gimp on a leash. Yep, so. that sounds like the that sounds like the present. <laughs> sounds like the modern day. Summarize the present in one image. It's a whole bunch of people in suits with a gimp on a leash. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, gimp is the people of the United States of America. Oh, it hurts so good to be an American. <laughs> okay. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, Okay, so, as you just heard, I mean, these guys are making references to disasters, NASA, shuttle failures, Live Aid, and Rock Hudson, an American actor who was the first major celebrity to die from AIDS in 1985. Oh, yeah, and fucking anyone who fucking wants to talk to me about Ronald Reagan, just fucking look up the fact that he and Rock Hudson were good friends, and he could give a shit about Rock Hudson having AIDS. See, was anyone actually trying to give you shit about Ronald Reagan? Oh, you would be surprised how many people. But that always makes me mad when I think of Rock Hudson is just like your best your best your friend, your good friend who was also a movie star with you, ascended to the highest office in the country, ostensibly in a position to do the most good. You come to him and say, I have this problem that's affecting a lot of people. Can you do something about it? And then get fucking ignored and then die. So any person who wants to talk to me about the greatness of Ronald Reagan can go fuck themselves. I mean, I wasn't going to, Steve, but now I kind of just want to get you agitated and do it. <laughs> sorry, but Steve, sorry. he was such a good actor, wasn't no, he? No, he wasn't. He was in nothing but B-movies. He was in bad movies. But you were saying, Mike. Um, yeah, so, like, listen, guys. These guys, Faith No More, honestly, they broke out pretty much by accident. They were... They were post-punk misfits. They were being mistaken as metalheads, right? They broke through in, like, 1989 when they had the album The Real Thing. And that's when they took on their their lead singer now, Mike, Pat, Mike Matt, Patton. That's when he came in. And that got critically acclaimed, right? And then they, you know, once they sacked Mosley, replaced him with Mike Patton, uh... They had the real thing, sold four million copies, and were then performing alongside hair metal bands such as like White Snake and Poison, and like being recognized. But then, what would happen is they'd start playing all their music, and the fans would like who were there for like the show would would get upset, and they would like throw throw beers up on stage and like like boo them off because they they just didn't they didn't really always like the their their style. Yeah, no, I, I understand. It's like, it's actually, to go back to the very first episode we did, I remember, um, I think the band Crazy Town was part of OzFest, and they did that based on the success of, like, one song that was not actually representative of what their what their sound was. So I could see how Faith No More is not a hair metal band at all, so if they're opening for one or touring with one, I could see where that would confuse uh, some of the simpler hair metal fans. It's it's so funny, man. And they loved it. So, funny enough, the bassist, Billy Gould, he's always the guy that they're quoting in any any article I was able to find. There's Billy Gould always talking. And his experience with it, he goes, we grew, up, uh, we grew up going to shows where there was always a bit of confrontation. That was part of the fun. 
All of a sudden, we're playing in front of Poison fans, and they're not experiencing that. They think if they throw something at us, we're going to be hurt and offended, but it actually excites us. Even if people get mad, there's an engagement. And i got to say, dude, there's I, I, I love that about these guys. I, that That's not an inaccurate statement. Uh I don't know. I just I I have I have such an inbuilt sense to make sure I'm always pleasing whatever audience I'm performing for. I don't know if I could stand that. You're a whore. You're <laughs> here's your here's your pleasure and entertainment. Now give me money. Steve, how did you know the negative affirmations I tell myself in the mirror every day? <laughs> because I tell them to myself in the mirror every day. Steve, you're gonna be late for work. Cut to Steve in the bathroom mirror at six thirty in the morning. You're a whore. You're a whore. Fucking whore. You're a whore. Go fucking dirty whore. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Shut up, Mom. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> so so after all of their success, right, these guys had a lot of success with the real thing, and, and then they were really, I mean, they were so put on the map with, uh, with the song Epic that we listened to there. Uh, That's still played on the radio all the time. Like, I remember just like, on your standard rock radio classics, that is just like a perennial, always in like always in circulation. Yeah, it, it really, it really is. Honestly, it was. I didn't even realize that was them until like I came across. I, I find that happens with a lot of songs. I like know the songs and have no idea who the heck was singing it, and then oh, all yeah. of a sudden, that's the joy of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> the discovery. Um, so after their successes, they wanted to shake things up. So, we get to Angel Dust. And Angel Dust... Always a great part of any party. <laughs> as, in, as in Steve goes to the party and puts that album on. Um. <laughs> Yo, guys, I brought Angel wait, Dust. Wait. Oh, sweet! He opens oh, his bag, pulls out a Faith No More CD. What the fuck is this? Oh, dude, come on, man. I but, then I open, but I open the jewel, ca- the jewel case for the CD, and instead of a CD, there's Angel Dust inside. There's layers to that wow. joke and that drug packaging. <laughs> I, I, want, I remember when I did, uh, you guys remember health class back in the day? We had to make movies about drugs. And uh, we, my drug was angel dust. I got to do angel dust. And I went about a guy who does angel dust starts talking to his stuffed raccoon who tells him to kill all his friends. <laughs> And then he does it. <laughs> oh, was that because I didn't do that for health? I did that for a dare class in middle school. Oh, dare, dare had uh-huh. me had us all like partner into groups and do little videos about drug use. And uh, my group did not get the purpose of the video because what we filmed was a scene where I like where I'm in the men's room. And they come in and offer me drugs, and I turn them down, and then they beat the shit out of me. And that's the video. So, so the whole video the whole video was like, don't do drugs. No, it's the video was, you better do drugs or someone's going to beat you up. And that was the whole video. Like, there wasn't, a, there wasn't like a singer at the end. Are both of these videos like, anywhere where I can watch them? I want to do a double feature with both of these. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to scour like through the YouTube archives. What mine was mine was from like before YouTube was a glint in somebody's eye. So I want to combine the two. I want Steve to be beaten up by imaginary raccoons. <laughs> and that's well, because he takes, took the drugs. Steve, I was gonna say take some angel dust. Let's make a let's make a real life dare ad. You want to do that? You want? <laughs> Is dare even a thing anymore? That's the thing. We gotta tell the kids the truth. Like, all right, smoke a little weed. Don't do gonna, too much cocaine. You know what I mean? Tell them the, 
Gonna tell them the truth, truth, truth. truth everybody everybody gotta, gotta know. No. Oh, oh. Theater nerds <laughs> truth will get that. Of, truth about the demon weed. How it comes from a demon seed. All right, so, Mike, you were <laughs> so, saying yes, Angel Dust yes. comes out. So Angel Dust, Angel Dust comes out, and like I said, this this album, it it did not do great in the United States, especially compared to the real thing. Uh, however, like it did go when it went platinum in Canada, it went gold in Australia, and worldwide sold about three point one million copies. So. Okay. It did all right, but it all, there's, it, it there's only, other markets, guys. There's other markets. There, yeah, not to Americans, there isn't. <laughs> so, so listen. There's a lot of songs here. I got three songs picked out. Let's let's kick things off. Let's let's start digging into this album here because uh, it gets a little wacky. A dissection is imperative. We're starting off with uh, RV. All right, all right. So. I'm liking this uh, delivery style. Hey, guys, uh, guys, this first, uh, we're doing RV, right? Okay, what kind of what kind of dance are you guys try? What kind of dance type of feel are you guys trying to get out of your audience with this? Um, haunted marionette. I think that's the dance we're looking for. Like haunted doll, creepy haunted marionette doll, just one something of these, like that. Steve just like do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Calliope, Arms sinister calliope down, music. Flying, like I'm not sinister calliope though. music. This is putting some imagery in my head because there's like yeah, there's like demented marionette slash merry-go-round music happening while the most lethargic. Kind of like fat guy on a sofa vocal delivery is coming because uh, li- the lyrics they were a little tough to understand. Um, backside melts into the sofa. My world, my TV, and my food. Besides listening to my belly gurgle, there ain't much else to do. Was he was he actually just predicting coronavirus? Is that what he fucking said? <laughs> yeah. Were those yeah. the literal words that Don't, were just spoken out loud? Yes. Yes, yes Steve. <laughs> yeah, he's so that, yeah, and. It, that's exactly what they're going. A fat guy on a sofa. This is this is essentially their homage to white trash America. <laughs> but you know, this song is so weird. Like it's it's not very good. There's like you're not gonna dance to this. You speak for yourself. I yeah, yeah, I was dancing the whole time. Yeah, Steve's okay, can... been twirling around this entire time. He hasn't stopped. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be the scariest dance club if I ever saw one. Just walking in and see a bunch of people dancing like marionettes. Get the fuck out of here! I like, want to see people twerk to this. That they might throw their hip at it, like at the awkward beats, and have to like move their ass. You know, flap, 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 flap. <laughs> it's in a different time signature too, so that's I think a little different. It's in three four, I think. Dun 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 yeah. And that's the thing I'll, I'll say as we go over all three of these songs. I mean, the the the, the music is great, but it's it's just always it's just it's all weird. It's all really weird. So if you want to keep going, it even gets to the yeah this chorus. I want to hear where the, the, where the cor- story. The goes. chorus kind of sings, but even still, it's like yeah, I sweat a lot. 
wait, 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 wait. That was the best delivery of a line I think I've ever heard in a song. He just kind of as an aside. Yeah, I'm here to scarecrow. I don't Dude, know if this, he's being is... metaphorical or literal. At this point, I don't know how reliable this narrator is. You know, maybe he, see, maybe... he sounds like he sounds like four or five Paps Blue Ribbons level of reliable. He sounds like four or five Paps Blue Ribbons if they could talk. You know, if it wasn't about the worst part of America, I would I would soon be saying, you know, maybe maybe he had a like a a progressive homoerotic fantasy dream about the Wizard of Oz and he, you know, he met the Scarecrow and you know, the Scarecrow is Dorothy's favorite and it's probably his too. Yes, that's that's in no way a, that's in no way an insane leap in logic. <laughs> well, how else are you going to marry a Scarecrow? Exactly. Meta- metaphorically. All right, but Mike, the chorus comes after this? Yeah, the chorus is right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, so is that so? So that is you. This is about you guys in the mirror every morning, right? Is that? I can't wait for verse two. Everyone's staring at me. I'm only bleeding. So I mean, yeah. If I'm shaving, everyone's looking down on him, seeing him as this redneck idiot without dreams or aspirations in life. What no one realizes that it, is that he's really a very unhappy person who doesn't want to live this way. Yeah, we're looking at genius lyrics, which is kind of saying what this is translating to. Uh that's an that's an interesting angle, you know. Like a lot of people do look down on white trash America, but it's almost like maybe they don't. Maybe they're not necessarily in that position entirely by choice. It's not always your choice, Nick. You know, class system's a real fucking thing. But there's also, I mean, there's just some bad. There's there's just some assholes. I you know, I've I've met good people. I've met bad people in the trailer park. Yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, that's like anywhere though, to be honest. I hope you guys would do that for me. I would do it even if not asked. <laughs> Steve, Apropos you, you volunteer at every episode. Oh, that's what I love about you, Steve. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid idiot. <laughs> and so, I mean uh, that, I'm, I'm saying that to Mike. Mike's stupid idiot, not Nick's stupid idiot. Oh, thank God. I... Well, now I don't know how I feel. <laughs> so, so this guy is getting bothered by his kids every five minutes or his wife. He doesn't like the Mexicans coming in, and but at the end of the day, I think he knows he's what, dumb. Why, why is it? Why is it that? Why is it that? Why you read that into it? Maybe he's tired of all the Lithuanians. Maybe he's tired of hearing all the all the all the Swedes. He's tired of hearing Swedish every single goddamn day of his life in the trailer park. <laughs> Who let all these Swedes in? <laughs> you're through for this, and you're through for that. If I hear one more you're the further, I swear I'm going to blow my top. This Do whole trailer go- park's going down. <laughs> hey, Bob, we're going to Ikea. Speak English! <laughs> What's that dresser called? <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a careful firth. It don't sound American to me. I'm calling it a I'm calling it a guns akimbo. Guns akimbo. What the a hell kind of word is akimbo, Jethro? 
Shut up. I learned it somewhere. Don't yell at me for my learning, none. What is the take-home point of this song, or is it open to interpretation? Are we supposed to empathize with this person? Are we supposed to not like this person? Are we, Or is it just like a snapshot at what maybe one chunky American is living his life as? It's, I don't know it's, that I Faith think, No More is necessarily trying to be a champion of the oppressed working man, if that's what we're talking about. It's, I mean, based on this band... And based on, I think they were definitely doing a, like a snapshot of just this, almost like an idiocracy of America. Uh, Just taking this, I mean, this one example of this dude, but he just goes through all these, all these different, just being like, just just a fucking sad alcoholic asshole who's who's a bad dad. He doesn't know where his kids are. I mean, like, here, you want to skip towards the end because we, we'll probably have to sure. keep cruising through songs yeah. here. But if you cruise through, uh, like, uh, verse 5 there, like... Where are the kids? I don't know. Maybe they're pregnant. On drugs and welfare. Top of the world. Honorable. Parole and reruns. Dodgers and packs of milk cartons. Stakes and milk cornfields. Milk covers the future history books. Old lace mantles. Wow, that's a lot. I mean, so, I don't think your children are on st- on stakes in the middle of cornfields. That's where your wife is. Exactly. That's where, <laughs> she's got Figured a, she's got a busy job, Steve. She can't let the crows be in all the crops. Well, if he married a scarecrow, his kids would be at least half scarecrow by definition, so they could be hanging out on in the middle of cornfields. But yeah, he said no. maybe his kids are on pregnant. Pre- maybe his kids are pregnant on drugs, on welfare, on top of the world, or the honor roll, or parole, or the Dodgers on the back of milk cartons, or stakes in the middle of cornfields, or covers of future history books on old ladies' mantles, walking on water, nailed on crosses. So, I, I guess he's covering the entire kind of gambit of what children could become but he has no clue he has no idea uh dude and about kids being half scarecrows who knows maybe they're a bunch of straw men making arguments all the time (laughs) symbolism boom but i see that the last line in the song actually may as well play it yeah i think it's time to talk to my kids i just tell what my daddy told me so there does seem to be a point kind of at the end. We're seeing the end result of what that kind of mentality can bring, I suppose. Now, here's what I will say. I don't know if I dislike this song, but I will say this is not something I would listen to on a regular basis, and this is never something I would listen to like on the radio. Uh, I was going to say, way to, fo- way to follow up your successful song and music album with a spoken word track. That's very brave. It's like people really love us and our music. Let's give them something that is just us monologuing. Yeah. Their Nick, fans wanted it all, but they couldn't have it. Nick, I get trying to appreciate the art behind it and like, you know, the the unique or not maybe not so unique perspective of attacking white America, but like I mean, this song sucks, dude. Like, no <laughs> way, no way. I, I I have a hard time just sitting, listening to it when I was Trying to figure out, like, even wanting to listen to a bad song. It's just like, he's mumbling, dude. It's hard to even fucking understand what he's saying. 
But is that not what art is, Mike? It's 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 almost exemplifying. You don't want to be around a person like this. So the song itself is almost reflecting that. Is it art to the point where it's not enjoyable to engage in? In other words, is it every modern it's museum a, of modern shart, art adventure? Nick, it's sharp. It, that's it. It's just shitty art. No one wants a, a part of it, but they understand why it has to be there. Is I that don't. Th- I don't think that's the true definition of sharp, Michael. Well, it's where they were trying. Fuck you, Steve. Yeah, Steve. It shitty is, it art is. can be sharp. Well, it can be. I'm just saying you're going to confuse the hell out of people when you say it because they're not going to think that's what you're talking about. No, we're going to change the definition. Yeah, lots of words. They're going to have to come up with. A, they're going to have to come up with a new word for what happens when you fart and a little poo comes out because "shart" is going to mean something totally different. Now, Mike, uh, this song was an interesting like. This is maybe like the third or fourth Faith No More song I've heard. This was an interesting choice. Um, what else is on this album? Unless you have anything else to uh, say. Well, so on... as we were te- teasing at the top here, uh, why don't we dive into Crack Hitler and really get the background on where that came from, why it exists, and just I gotta say, like it's kind of fun, but it's it's a fucked up it's a fucked up title, and it's it's a weird yes. By it's all a means, weird song. let's let. Let's dive into Crack Hitler. I was just going to say, I don't think anyone has ever spoken that exact sentence out loud before, and I'm so glad the Song Topsy Report is where it originated. So, yeah, this next song is Crack Hitler, and uh, do you want to start at the beginning? Or? Uh, Nick, you know what? There's a big intro, like, music stuff. Why don't you start, like, 30 seconds in? <laughs> even i think tougher to hear yeah. than the previous mumbling we heard uh but the lyrics so far are like sing- voice, the voice modulation is just yeah awful. they're, they're like. not it's not really mixed high enough in the in the final mix but uh the lyrics were sink the eight ball buy the lady a drink and nobody knows my name bodies float above the bottom of the river like bubbles and fine champagne very poetic uh symbolism in lyrics but i don't know if I understand the correlation just yet. Let alone under you wouldn't understand that if you didn't have the lyrics in front of you. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, is the, the, <laughs> the the vocals. A, I can't understand. Then even when you read the lyrics, it's still a little and, ambiguous. And Nick, I know you're used to that with all the metal you listen to. I know, but or, <laughs> it's not the. F- as long as I can't understand the lyrics because they're too brutal, that's okay. If it's just bad mixing or mumbling, that's less forgivable for me. Maybe that makes me a hypocrite. I don't know. But con- considering the song is called Crack Hitler, I'm assuming it's going to be either some commentary on uh, fascism or drugs or maybe both. That's my, that's my initial thought. You know what? Well, what, let's play a little bit more, and then we can uh, we can even have uh, hear from Billy Gould himself on exactly what the wow. song is about. Ooh. Ooh. 
Do you guys have a name for your shadow? Oh, yeah, for the lyric and a shadow called Danger. Well, which one? I've got several. He's got his 12, he's got his 12 o'clock shadow. Oh, no, I named my shadow Beard. <laughs> That's my 5 o'clock shadow. That's a 5 o'clock shadow, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you mean you guys, you guys don't have shadows that just transform into other images at will when you look at them? I think I might have something else then. That happened once during I, when I had a sleep paralysis episode when I was ten, Steve. But I, I, used I don't to think get that's sleep normal. paralysis. I used to get <sighs> sleep paralysis all the time. Holy crap! Really, Nick? You know, yes. Nick. Oh, this is fat. You know, I feel like the fans don't ever get to learn enough about you, man. This is fascinating. What? T- yeah, t- but t- everything <laughs> they learn about him like makes him <laughs> sleep paralysis, bread allergy, immunocompromised. <laughs> I have like, we, we never... not a bread allergy. <laughs> Well, that corrected it. I said immunocompromised. Uh, but, like, we never learn anything fun about Nick. It's always just a thing that would kid, that will probably kill Nick. Yeah, well, you're saying feeling like I was suffocating most nights isn't a fun fact about me? I'm just saying, maybe if you spoke up every once in a while with a positive factoid about yourself, we wouldn't have to go digging in the dirt. Um, no, I just found out if I uh, fall asleep on my side, I don't get sleep paralysis as much. So you became a slightly curled sleeper. Where you got basically—that's how I sleep, buddy. I'm with you on that. Uh, so getting back to Crack Hitler, though, but I will say instrumentally, I I didn't realize how much I like funky slap bass and like symphonic strings, but I really like it instrumentally. It's oh got a yeah, good, it's got a very good groove to it. It's fun, man. It's fun, and like the chorus is fun. The but again, it's like the main the main lyrics are just you can't yeah, so. What is the you know, song about? Oh, so uh, actually, one of you guys, whichever one, there's a there's a nice there's a nice quote here by Billy Gould, the bassist, uh, who goes right into the explanation of exactly uh, why they wrote Crack Hitler. So, uh, Steve, do you want to read this? Crack Hitler is about this drug baron who takes crack and compares himself with Hitler because he commands enough dependent people. So he thinks he's the biggest one. You know what's funny about all this? His skin is not even white. I'm not saying this <laughs> next sentence. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> this is why you need to send this to us so that I can read through this no, before I, I say it out Steve, loud. I'm sorry. I knew, I, I knew you were... <laughs> we, we can cut it out. I just want... No, 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 no. <laughs> There's no profanity in the next bit, but he just further explains how this person is not white in a kind of redundant way. And then and I was using a funny voice to make it sound funny and not at all terrible. And then I now I look like an asshole. Uh, but yeah, Billy Gold ends the statement by saying, we all laughed a lot about him. So we had to dedicate him a song. But wait, are they saying the only funny part about this guy is that he's not white and he's calling himself Hitler? That's the funny part? I guess to them they found that ironic. I don't know, man. The only, the, I, I can kind of understand that in the sense that Hitler was like obviously like one of the most prominent white supremacists. And Nick, so for just, any minority to compare themselves to him is odd, I guess. I, that's the only thing I can think. These guys are... I don't even want to say a little a little dumb. Like, because they're, they, they're smart enough to make this crazy album that I think they really meant to like touch people on a lot of levels. Sure. But like, 
just that that was their takeaway is like, well, all right, Nick, let's imagine a, a crackhead dealer comes in. I love this joke. <laughs> a crackhead dealer walks into a bar and says he's Hitler. Like, <laughs> he's not white. <laughs> and that's when the priest, the imam, and the rabbi beat the shit out of him. Yes, everyone's happy. Okay, but my... I, I don't I don't I don't know why to them that was such a funny takeaway. Like I mean, if these descriptions of like got a gash on my head, got a grin on my face, and a shadow called danger, like I mean, perhaps these were some descriptions of what this man was, which makes him more of this weird I mean, he's obviously an evil man. Maybe. I don't know. Who why do you want to call yourself Hitler and I mean, like have people he, depending on your crack? He's That's, a dr- he's a drug lord, Mike. They're typically not the most upstanding of citizens. No, nobody, nobody becomes a drug lord and is nice about it. So that, to me, is what's what I find funny about this song is the disco juxtaposition of like it's a fun song, but it's about someone horrible. I guess. I disagree with the first statement and agree with the second. Skip ahead to the, uh, because maybe it's the chorus. It just gets me going. I don't know. But like, skip to like like three minutes in. In regards to my usage of the drug, it modified my personality to the extent that I was highly irritable. I was like a crack Hitler. Hmm. So that so we get the point in the song where they say the title, uh, which is always exciting. But ooh, I am really <laughs> kind of torn on this band because on the one hand, they seem to have interesting ideas that they're kind of bubbling up. But then they also, at the same time, seem to think they're being more clever than they are. Like, you're so weird and you're saying things because, like, you're pretty sure people will think, oh, because I don't understand this, it must be very deep. But I, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I've got very mixed feelings on this but, song. Like, but I would listen to this just the, to kind of, like... These guys aren't as deep as they want to be. Like, you're saying, Nick, like, this whole song's about just some... Just some guy they knew. But, like, it's definitely unique, I guess. <laughs> it's just, it's weird. It's that's it's why I chose the song, guys. It's really fucking weird. Like, I guess it puts a crimp in my song parody idea, PCP Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> we digress, though. It's, uh, I, I don't know why, but... the. <laughs> The title of this song keeps replaying in my head, not from this, but I keep replaying the Mariah Carey song Heartbreaker in my head with this. It just sounds like he's, Crack Hitler, you got the best of me. Keep on coming back incessantly. Like, that's just, it just fits in my mind. And so crack. now I can hear nothing but that. <laughs> send me some crack. Send me some crack. Send me some crack. Oh my! God. What you joined in with it, Mike? You're the one who came up with the second. You're complicit. <laughs> um. Well, all right. 
to round things up here, Steve, this one I picked out specially for you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because now, guys, keep in mind this is all on the same album. All right, this is I a love, weird. I love nothing more, Mike. I love nothing more than to talk about Hitler and then try to translate German that I've never read before. <laughs> Ooh, is that is what we're going to be doing? Yeah, because the next song is called Das Schützenfest, right? Am I saying that right, Steve? Uh, it looks like it's Das, Schutz, looks das right. Schützenfest, yeah. Das. It's a hard uh, Z, If any of our German-speaking das listeners Schutzen. could let us know, uh, songtopsyreport at gmail.com. <laughs> Ooh, I like this already. All right, so that was all German, and I take it this is where Steve is going to come in? Yeah, Steve, so... Mike, I don't fucking like... speak German. <laughs> well, luckily, genius lyrics... Steve, you do the best fake German accent. That makes you the best German speaker amongst us. The only ger- the only expression I learned when I went to Germany was das ist glutenfrei, which is how I asked the waitstaff if it was gluten-free. <laughs> oh, I got that part. I, I, I know enough of the language to understand when you're asking if things have gluten in them. By the way, if you're saying hello to another celiac in German, it's Glutentag. Glutentag, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and to say goodbye, it's Alf, don't eat breadison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, look at you stepping on Nick's jokes. That's great. No, that was that, I'm, I'm happy you stepped on that. That was wonderful. Okay, so can we hear? So can we go into the translation of what this like Oompa style? Yes, yeah, so uh, allow me. Allow me to, out of nowhere, translate exactly what this verse said. I believe it said, We met at the open shooting party. To me, she looks like Hino's sister. Hey. Black brown is the hazelnut. Black brown is her hair. Okay, okay so, so he's met a girl. This is a love story, boys. This is a... This is... About meeting that lady at the shooting party. Uh, it's a love story told in the only way you can in German, through a polka. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, he's met Hainos' sister at a shooting party. All right. Which Let's I keep... assume is a party where people are shooting guns or something. Or maybe, it, yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's a film oh, shoot. Yeah. You know, these, yeah. these, are things, these are things that I would love to know, so... All you German, any any German listener out there, we do have German listeners out there. Reach so. out. I know. I oh, I know. They're, they're some of the best folks we got. Let us know. And if the, I'll say what though. If the, I if don't know, they, Mike. They might have been turned off by the previous song subject title. <laughs> we, no, I'm not even going there, Steve. I'm not even. It's probably for the best. Uh, but shall we hear more about this yes, hunting please. or shooting party? It is meeting. All right, so Steve, do you want to read what the chorus translated was? <laughs> okay, so as I translate it now before our very eyes with zero help, uh, it <laughs> seems to read, Oh, my Bavarian girl... Days only, she emphasized, lie down. We don't shit with that. 
but she was never seen again at the shooting party. Hey, beautiful. So, yeah. So this this Dosh Schusenfest looks like it was. So it was on the Angel Dust album, but it looks like it was released um, on their extended playlist of the 1993 "The Songs to Make Love To." Oh, so is this more like a B side? This is a B. I think this is actually on the B side of the Angel Dust album. Gotcha. But I mean, (laughs) just like none of these songs go together on this. I I mean, I don't think they do. Or do they go together so well, and we're just not getting it? Because maybe there's actually deep symbolism to the lyric "Lie down." We don't shit with that. From coming from the mouth of Hinos's sister, the Bavarian girl. What does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? I don't. We don't shit like that. Like, well, now listen. Is, is she giving him a blumpkin? I don't think so. There's no to- I, 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 I mean, das blumpkin. <laughs> das blumpkin. I mean, yeah, shy's in that shit. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll get some more explanation with some more of those this song here. Let's. let's we'll get back into hands. Uh, Steve, can you translate that, please? Now, I'm pretty sure meine Hosenplatzen is my pants fall down. Um, we make love in the pig trough. My pants are exploding because of my dick. That might just be a slight variation in the <laughs> in the pronunciation that changes the translation a bit. Um, she thought I was a dandy, and her legs were like ice spine, which is a traditional Bavarian meal. It's cooked pig leg. Ah, her, don't don't you know? Nothing um, like the ladies with those pig leggies. Let me. T- <laughs> her legs were like cooked pig. That's not kosher. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not exploding. It's more like burst. My pants are bursting because of my doodle schwanz. My, my doodle schwanz and schwanz's schwanz's dick. I want to. I want to start calling my member my doodle schwanz. My doodle wand. My no, doodle I feel like I feel like the German language gets a bad rap for sounding like very like just guttural and harsh. But saying "mein Hosen pflanzen auf mein doodle schwanz" sounds so much better than "my pants are exploding because of my dick." Yeah, English uh, English isn't so good in some respects at yes. uh, at making disgusting sexual acts sound <laughs> far more flowery. That's what Rammstein's whole career was based upon. <laughs> oh God, golden shower! Oh fuck, man! Let it rain. Uh, okay, so then it goes it goes back to the chorus, which I believe is exactly the same. It's exactly the, last the same. One. So let's it's go uh, to the next verse. I think it's just a lengthy instrumental break. Hang on. Wait, what the fuck is happening? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play play from the beak from a little further back. No more, 
Gilmore had animal vocalists in this song. Look at this. Like, Which is sad, weirdly enough does not make them the first band we've covered to do that. Also, this sounds like what a, what we're listening to right now. Hang on, let me just play a little bit. This right here, this sounds like what goes with the head of a German serial killer as he's killing people. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure this is very similar to the... Uh, to the radio bridge in Paradise by the Dashboard Light, where it just becomes a full one-minute sexual metaphor. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening here. It's just there's a lot less uh, the work The birds being done. and the dogs? Is that how they say it in, uh, in German? Forget the bees. It's about the birds and the dogs. You know what? That would make more sense anyways, because bees, they're only having sex with the one queen lady. Like, which should be your wife. <laughs> I don't want to share my wife with the whole hive. What is this? <laughs> it's for the good of the species. Okay, hang on. I do see there's more lyrics ahead, and I just want to see what they're saying. Oh, I know what that means. I'm pretty sure while they were getting busy, the dog tried to get involved. Yes, yeah, Steve. Yeah, what is it, Steve? What was that translated? Oh, Klingel, ja, ja, und und weg, und weg, Arschloch, und weg. Oh, oh, ringing. Yes, yes. Dog, dog away. Dog be gone, asshole. Dog away. <laughs> so get away, dog. Go away. Go away, you asshole. Dog, go away. Now, have you guys ever, in the midst of the mating dance, uh, had an animal just? In, Rudely get involved, like interrupt. You mean in the midst of my Dundelschwanz? In the midst of Dundelschwanz, yeah. Uh, nine. It's not a, that's not a verb, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it can be a verb. <laughs> it's a noun. I'm Dundelschwanzing here. Exactly. No, no, you're basically saying, you're basically saying, I has anything like that happened to you while you were dicking? Yeah, yeah exactly. Have you never dicking? dicking down? Guess what, Steve? Much like chicken dip, dicking down is a thing. Also, the first rule of comedy, you never dick down. You dick up. You only dick up. I'm only cock-slapping celebrities from now on. That's it. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, there is one more. There's one more verse of new lyrics, Mike. Do you just want to hear that last bit? I mean, if you guys are having fun with it, fuck it. Let's keep going. And Steve, one last translation for that. Oh, God. She turned my heart into a white sausage. She dances. Uta ut and shup. That this might not be a translatable. This might just be like a Schadenfreude type, you know, like word that yeah. doesn't like the the English word is the German word. It was a borrowed word. Are the um, are they German dance moves? Ut ut, ut ut and Schutzplatter. Well, shoots her armpits. Her armpits were fresh and smelled like summer morning, summer morning. God, you know what? Nothing, nothing I like better on my lady than when she puts on that deodorant of summer morgan. Summer morgan. Oh. Summer morgan happened so fast. 
Zumurmurken. It almost Schutzplatter almost almost translates to shoe splatter. Are you are you suggesting, Steve, in your dirty mind? I'm not suggesting with my dirty mind. This guy came under sneakers. Is that what you're trying to say, Steve? I'm not suggesting with a dirty mind. I'm suggesting based on the intricacies of language, you knob. But so come on, hey baby, come on over. I want to do a shoes platter on your shoes. Shoes plotler. Shoes plotler. There's an L in there. Uh, so this is a song in German about some guy <laughs> banging a chick at a shooting festival, and she had fresh armpits. That's the song. Yeah, and it, and it all happened in like a like a in a barn, like in a pig trough. Well, that went without saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, so, um, so that is Faith No More, and that is their Angel <laughs> Dust is, album. That is the entirety of Faith No More, fully encapsulated the complete these retrospective gentlemen. of their career. Uh, you know, and fun fads for any Faith No More fans listening, listen, uh, as you probably are well aware, like, they broke up in 98, but they are back together, they released a new album, that's, ah, and uh, now they're on tour with, what were you saying, Nick? They're uh, on tour Korn. with Korn? They're touring with Korn, of all bands. Uh, and I think the tour has been postponed, obviously, because of coronavirus, but I think it is still on at a later date. So you can catch that when the world opens up again. You know, I'm no, I might try to check them out. I mean, they're fucked up. But. The tour should have been called Faith No Corn. Nick, Hello? why are you not on marketing teams? It's right there. <laughs> but... Oh well, maybe next tour. They don't. Uh, they don't like getting up before noon. It's in their tour rider, so that's why the the roadies call them Faith No Mourn behind their back. And the and the last tour they do before they break up as a band is going to be called Tour No More. And when they start their production company, it's going to be called Faith No Porn. <laughs> Except will it though? They, will they, it? they become extremely <laughs> no. They become extremely religious group. Faith comma that's... no porn. We only make Christian films. That's right. They have an ambitious future plan. We've we've charted out their entire career trajectory. <laughs> no money down. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, thank you so much for introducing. I I Faith No More was like such a was slash is such a popular group. Like I haven't dug into them at any great depth. Like I said, other than basically Epic, I knew Epic, uh, but I was not aware of how uh, avant garde some of their stuff was and how I guess. Yeah, just avant-garde it was. There's something else. I don't I don't know if they're good or bad entertaining, I suppose. Offensive in some ways. Mm. But uh you know, they're just doing them, I guess. And that's all any of us can hope to do. Maybe not. Maybe we can aspire for more than that. But we, uh, <laughs> But good for faith no more, I guess. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe revisit some of those crack Hitler comments, but other than that, oh, um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was Billy Gould, man. I don't know. They they explicitly wrote a song to get other people in trouble. <laughs> you, Steve. It was a long-term plan, and you were the target. But otherwise, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You can follow us, if you are not already, and you should be, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are posting fun stuff there. 
Uh, in fact, all of Mike's questions that he proposed at the end of an episode, uh, we do usually an Instagram poll. So please head over there if you want your voice heard, because this is still technically a democracy. And you can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.D-O-T. And, uh, yeah, like Nick said, answer the polls, people. I love hearing what you have to say. I know these boys love seeing your answers. Uh, and, um, you know, send us some on suggestions. Those are always a blast. Leave a little, little five-star review. Check out our stuff on the Dapper Devil Productions website. And, uh, for the poll, um... Why don't you send us what's and I've asked most offensive, but now I want to know what's the weird what's what's the weirdest song you've heard recently that uh that you that you love? I know that's almost like a song suggestion, but like these were weird, I, and I'd love to hear what kind of weird stuff people have heard that aren't necessarily even bad. Just I'd weird. be down for that as well. Very specific, I, so that, very specific. Is that too like, specific? Is it too vague? Is it too vague? Too specific. Too All vague. Right, tell us Send which us weird things. Tell us the weirdest place you've had sex. Was it in a pig trow? <laughs> Let us know. Were you were you at the uh, same uh, Schutzen Fest as Faith No More was? Please let us know. The song tops report at gmail.com. Uh, and Steve, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Oktoberfest. <gasps> Yavol. Um, at uh, at some point at. Uh, uh, your man troller at uh, uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, and on my personal website, stephentrollinger.com. Check it out. Get my page views up. I guess that's nice to see. It makes me feel accomplished. So, <laughs> just if you if you want to help help me out with that, feels free. <laughs> Nick, what are you doing over there? <laughs> uh, what am I doing over there? Um, my girlfriend is shaking a salad up, but she's like closing her eyes, and leaning her head back, like she's jerking off. So she gets the salad like this, and she's going like. <laughs> Oh, she just came. That's some creamy Caesar dressing right there. That's Mike said that's some creamy Caesar dressing. <laughs> I mean, if I, I should hope so. If it looks more Russian than that, you should get her checked out. No, she usually does like this avocado mustard one, so it's usually orange, like orangish yellow. So you should really see a doctor. <laughs> what a great note to end on. You gotta, you gotta be careful when tossing salad. That's all I can say. I'm, I'm glad you. Tra- <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up, like in the middle of me saying where you can find. I'm me. sorry, Steve. You were <laughs> saying to get your views up. Yeah, well, you're going to view it up at tossmysalad.com? Is that That was the only domain Steve could secure. (laughs) Oh, my God. But please, check out out Stephen Trollinger on all of his social media pages as well. Um, And until next week, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I want it all, but I can't have it. And we will see you next week. Take care.